Welcome to uh, Raging at Sports. This week, we're going to have a little draft recap, maybe a little off-season or pre-season transactions. Yeah, a little bit what's going on in the league after post-draft this week. Yeah, I think we had two trades so far. Um... One of them seemed to be the entire team. One of them seemed to be the entire team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that going. I'm sorry, Trent. I think that's interesting. Going going a whole season with no trades just can't happen again. So regardless if this was just a fallacy, uh this it had to happen. Right. So now we have two trades on the board and we we're we're a trade happy community. So we need yeah. more of them. We are accepting of all trades. We could say. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh welcome back everybody. We this is the first episode of kind of our new phase of raging at sports that we had spoken about or Trent and I had spoken about on the eight episodes in a row we did together. And so by the time this is uploaded, I'm not sure if there the new logo will be uploaded. I do need that to be emailed from uh the person that's that made it. But we do have the new logo. Uh, I will be added to all of our social medias, everything like that. So uh, just want to send a shout out to Cece. She's been on the podcast a few times, and she's done a fantastic job in making that logo for us. Yeah. But we are in our new phase, uh, and I think everything kind of worked out perfectly timing-wise. I feel like we kind of wanted to change things up a little bit, and then I moved across the world. So it was kind of time to... To be able to do that, everything is going to be recorded virtually. I don't know. I, I was just telling these guys, I don't know if the video from this is going to pop up on Spotify. But if it does, you can see us while we're talking. Or just like Joe Rogan, anything like that. So we're on that level now. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into it right here. I'll just start us off here. It's been a, it's been a pretty interesting couple of days here getting adjusted it kind of didn't feel real when the plane landed i'm sure you can kind of feel that as well like when the plane landed first of all we taxied i'm not even kidding 15 minutes this airport is huge the barajas airport in madrid you land and then you drive in the plane for 15 minutes i'm i'm dead serious like this was like we landed, I'm like, okay, and we're just, like, going. Like, we're yeah. still going. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't think anything was weird, but um, I definitely had a better time on the flight to Spain than I did to New York. I am deathly afraid of planes. I hate flying. I get very anxious about it. The New York takeoff was very rough as far as heart racing and I had this lady next to me who did not speak English, but she could understand that I was not having a good time on this 45-minute flight. Completely raw-dogged it. Bought the $5 Wi-Fi. Did not work. So I sat straight forward. That was it. 45 minutes of that. Landed in the best city in the world. And... Uh, got Buffalo Wild Wings at the airport was not it. Yeah. That was not Buffalo Wild Wings. That was they paid for the likeness and that's about it. And I kind of figured that was was, what was going to happen when I sat down. I'm like, you know, there's no way I'm getting the full Buffalo Wild Wings experience. And then took off for for Spain. I was on one of those big planes, so it had three rows. So two on the yeah. edges, three in the middle. And over the only thing, picking up a little bit of uh, breathing on that microphone, just let you know. There we go. Just wanted to clear that up. I'm trying not All to right. edit this episode. So All right. Oh. Got on that. Plain food, fire. I think I'm back. What'd you say? 
think I'm back. I like froze for a second. Oh, yeah, you're good. We hear you. So plain food, fire, completely fire. Uh, they had like a quinoa with mozzarella lettuce with like oil or something like that as like a side, and then it was chicken over rice with like a yogurt sauce type of deal. And then had the uh, the lemon zest cookie. <laughs> Trent, I sent you a picture of that. Trent is currently muted. Not sure what he's doing. <laughs> you hear me okay, Obi? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Trent. Um, you're muted, Trent. Yeah, because I I didn't want anybody to hear what was what was happening in here. I don't know what oh. if I started to yell. I didn't know. I don't know. I I didn't want you to hear that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, we appreciate you for that. So, uh, and then about thirty minutes before we landed, they came back around and gave us breakfast sandwiches. Don't get very hype about that. It was as good as a plain breakfast sandwich could be, but wasn't that bad landed drove around for 15 minutes and then when we deboarded first of all fast it was the biggest plane i've ever been on fastest deboard i've ever seen i'm pretty sure everyone was off the plane within five minutes of us getting to the terminal there was no we're waiting there was no bs simply everyone stood up at the same time pretty much grabbed their shit gone i was also one of like five american families on the plane Maybe they're just orderly over there because yeah, every time you get off a plane in the U.S., dude, it's forty. It's like thirty minutes. It's almost longer than the flights. So I actually to forgot. watch freaking people get off and get their bags off the plane. It's funny you say that. We landed in New York early, and we sat on the runway for the same amount of time we were in the air. After we landed. Yeah. Yeah. So once we landed in Spain and I stepped off the plane, like I think I sent a video in the group chat, but it was just kind of like a, like, holy shit, this is pretty, uh, this is pretty unreal. Uh, customs was, everyone makes customs out to be the hardest thing in the world. I walked up, gave them my passport, said hola, they stamped it. I walked into the country. I'm not even kidding. There was no, what are you doing here? Did you bring anything? No, it was done yeah uh, and then yeah just started off i kind of sat outside of the airport for i think an hour and a half just because my airbnb wasn't ready yet and then went to the supermarket that was a culture shock before you guys come and visit go to the supermarket and look at all of the labels of the things that you eat Look at the nutrition content. Look at the stuff that's in it. When we go here, I'll do the same exact thing for you. It is a different food world. So, like, Sprite is, like, barely has any sugar in it here. And it's not using fake sugar. It's just they don't load. They're, like, legally not allowed to load sugar into things. Sprite here tastes better. It tastes, like, real. Like, yeah. It's, it's really weird. It tastes like it's, like, 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 it came from, like, a Sprite plant. It's, it's really weird. But uh, yesterday, no, two days ago, walked around in downtown Madrid. That was pretty cool. But other than that, just kind of been, I'm not here to be a tourist. So, like, I'm not like, yeah. I need to do this, I need to do that. My sleep schedule is fucked because it feels like it is 10 o'clock or 9 30, 10 o'clock still, but it's 3 30 in the morning here. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, I mean, or if we want to get right into this. I think you pretty much explained everything that I would have asked about, probably. Um, yeah. The question that all America is, is wondering, is Sprite still as crispy? I'm going to say no. Yeah. Okay. But it tastes better. I also found caffeine and sugar-free Coca-Cola. I don't That's know fake. why. 
they don't have that. In That's the fake. It's real. That not that just Coke Zero? Uh, I think Coke Zero still has caffeine in it. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just getting another question from from down by the sideline. Is there a uh, Chipotle within any portion of Spain? It's not a thing. That's illegal. Yeah. Yep. That place is fake. So my my friend that lives here was like the only like I wish we had Chipotle. I'm like you don't wish you had Chipotle. That shit's ass. And he's like, no, like it's actually like a little frustrating because there's not anything similar. Um, another two things I forgot to mention: the food. So the first night I went to a Venezuelan restaurant, unbelievable, and it was like I didn't even eat like. Like they gave, he gave me like an Americanized, a little bit kind of Americanized version of a meal. So I'm surprised we don't have this in the United States. Eggs and ham over fries. You gotta try it. It's unbelievable. I completely forget what it's called. And then, so he ordered us three dishes. He got us that. He got us tequeños, which is. I'm not allowed to say that it's a mozzarella stick, but it's a mozzarella stick with a pastry exterior instead of a fried bread. And it uses Venezuelan cheese. They're better than mozzarella sticks. I don't know. I think mozzarella sticks are one of those foods that aren't actually Italian. But tequeños are way better. And then we got... I completely forgot the name and I almost ordered it yesterday. It was like smaller fried potatoes. Half of it had garlic sauce, half of it had spicy sauce. Unbelievable. And then the beer. We had Venezuelan <laughs> beer called Pilar, um, <clears throat> which is, it's really funny. You know, Polar Seltzer? Same logo. Yeah. Combine that with the Klondike logo, but it's a different company. And they make beer, and it tastes like Heineken. So when they brought it out, I looked at the logo and I was like, yo, like we drink these seltzers. And he's like, different company. It's, it's pretty funny. Like you could look up like, it's spelled Polar and it's just a beer company. It's the, it's, it's the Klondike logo plus the Polar logo and they make a beer. It's kind of cool. And then two days ago when I went to downtown Madrid, I got just like a chicken breast with fries they love fries here <laughs> pretty funny they don't call them french fries though they, they're they fried potatoes and a salad mm-hmm. and i got four chicken breasts with that full order of fries salad two drink two waters so like a little bit bigger than this you have to pay for water there they don't really do tap water they like mineral water 14 euros for all of that and you don't have to tip. So, yeah, it's it's been fun so far. So, like, uh, in the majority of restaurants, like, you know, I guess over here in our slum America, uh, you don't you don't have to tip, but it's like <clears throat> the the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, so what, you're what like makes a. You I'm sorry, continue. All right, what what makes you say that you don't have to tip over there? There is no option to tip. Got it. If I wanted to slip this guy, so I, I looked it up too because I just wanted to make sure. But if I if I slipped if I said this was the best service I've ever received, the best meal, everything, I go and slip the guy a five five euro bill, I can do that. But when I'm checking out, there is no, you know, like, can you, yeah, 10%, 15, 50, whatever you want. There is no, they, they don't even ask. It's purely out of like, if you go to a, I think if you go to a really classy restaurant and have like an unbelievable experience, you'd be like, yeah, like here, take 10 bucks. But here it's like, it's, it's just not like a. You know, like you know, in America, where you're you're a dick if you like. We like to out people who don't tip. 
Like, oh, like you don't want to pay me on top of your meal? Yeah. Like, fuck you. You're a dick. Like, I, I even worked at a restaurant. I wouldn't even get mad when people wouldn't tip. Like, I'd be like, I completely understand. Like, especially at, in OVNR situation at our restaurant, they're staying at a resort and they have to yeah. tip me for two meals a day every single day for a week. Like, fuck that. They just leave a 50%er at the end of the week and I wouldn't care. But yeah, it's just yeah. not a, it's just not a thing. Like I know in, I know in Asia it's viewed as disrespectful if you leave a tip. I know when my parents went to Italy, they would tip the drivers that drove them around. And after the first time of, Oh no, 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 I can't take this. I can't take this. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take five euros. Thank you. Like, yeah. But I don't think they're gonna deny it. It's just not a. It's just not a thing here. Yo, yeah, Johnny J- Damon Japan. on the big screen. Shout out Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Steve Venom. Johnny Damon at U at That's the funny. UFC event. Trying to look uh, like you were about Japan, to say something. Yeah, Japan is similar. They actually hate when you tip. Yeah, it's like so, disrespectful. It's like they, it's like, oh, you did your job. Like, here's extra money. Like, yeah, <clears throat> the the best form of flattery is to eat all of the food. Mm-hmm. And it's disrespectful to not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. I'm really looking forward to you guys living here. Like I was texting Trent, it is a different world here. I mean, it is like. You're walking, like, first of all, Madrid is more packed than New York. The sun does not go down until, like, 9.30 here. We're walking around. It is 11 o'clock. There are still people eating dinner. There are still families playing at the playground. And this is on a normal night. Everything's just later because no one gives a fuck. It's like... I'm going to stay up late because I want to have fun and enjoy my life. I don't want to be in bed at eight o'clock. Like, Oh, I got to be up at six for work at Trent. But the, it's just like completely different. And there's, I mean, honestly, like it it has to be talked about. You there's like 70% of the people that you see could be models. I'm not even kidding. I don't know if that's all of Spain, but I know in Madrid that is the case. Like it is like, you walk past these groups of people and it's just like, what the fuck? Like I would never. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny, the weird thing too, I didn't see any homeless people until the sun went down. I don't know if that's a thing. I'll have to ask about that, but they just weren't because I was walking around. I'm like, huh, there's like no homeless people. And then the sun went down. I'm like, Oh, there are homeless people like, um, police everywhere. Apparently this is really common. Uh, I was told that it's because they've been under like terror threat since like 1976. So there's cops everywhere and they drive on the sidewalks. Like they'll just turn on their lights and everyone's like, get the, like, get the fuck out of the way. They'll be going. I'm not even kidding. Like 30 miles per hour, like down the sidewalk, just like casual. They'll, they'll drive through plazas. They just like, don't they the lights are on. The sirens are on. Sirens are cooler though here they have different sirens so it's been um it's been a very fun experience so far got 12 more months yep 12 more months yep i'm going to uh so try we can lead this right in uh trent and i uh support a new soccer team we are fans of getafe they're about fifteen or yeah, about fifteen minute drive from me. La Liga. Um yeah. we we considered Rio Vallecano. Uh I didn't wanna I didn't think I was worthy to be a fan of Real or Atletico. Like I haven't been here and I've always shat on the kids in school and stuff when they're like, Yeah, I like Real Madrid. Like, oh well you know, because they're good, because they had Ronaldo, like Ronaldo's kind of the LeBron of soccer. And where I don't like him. And I think he's corny. But. I don't. I didn't want to support a big team. And Trent. We texted. What was it last night? 
Uh, yeah, last night late. Yep. Yeah. So last night we were texting and, well, early for you, but it's like two in the afternoon yeah. when we were texting. And I just straight up, I was just like, yo, let's pick a team together. I'll send you the jersey when I go. I'm going to be going on the 28th, 40 euros to sit in like the lower bowl, like where you're like on the level with the field. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. And then uh, I'm going to the Bernabeu on September 2nd. Ironically, Getafe are playing, but I'm not going to root for them. I don't know how that kind of works here, especially because I don't think it's, it's going to work well. Madrid. Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of – I'm probably going to stay silent that game, maybe root for Real, but that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, the Bernabeu yeah. just got redone. I don't know if it's finished yet. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I so know the first Camp game is getting redone. First game of uh, our our new team, right? You you pronounce it Getafe. Getafe, yeah. G. Getafe. Getafe. Um, we had we just have to hammer the line, right? Whatever whatever it is, they're yeah. winning it. Um, they're didn't they already playing Girona? Did, have they already played? Yeah, they t- they drew Barca. Oh, so they're good. Yeah. Oh, whatever. They're mid-table. They drew Barca. Whatever. Whichever the first game is that you're going to, yeah. we hammer it. Hammer You it. said September 28th? Yeah, they're playing against Girona. Oh, but your cam turned off, FYI. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, – I was on ESPN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trent, did you download that app I told you to download? No. Ovi, you should download this app too. It's called One Football. Oh yeah, I've heard about it. Best app for following football stuff. Soccer, football. I call it football now. I have to. Who do they verse against? Yeah. Girona. Tomorrow at one on ESPN Deportes or ESPN Plus. For what? Their game. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they're playing, um, I forgot, who are they, Valvedes or something like that? No, they're playing Girona tomorrow. Oh, I'm thinking, I messed it up. They're playing, um, yeah, hold on, they're playing, uh, yeah, Girona's tomorrow. And... I see Alaves. Yeah, that's who they're, yeah, Alaves. Deportivo Alaves, yeah, that's... that's the game I'm going to. I don't think Alex is that good. Yeah. Which one? What game? Wait, what date is it? Uh, the twenty eighth. September. Yep. August. August. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, September second. I'm going to the Brial versus Getafe, which was forty euros as well. That's insane. Yeah. I'm gonna try to. Um, I was gonna try to go to a game this weekend, but every single Madrid team is playing away, which kind of sucks. Or every team in the first or second division are playing away. So I'm going to try to hit Leganes, too. They're also in Madrid, but they're they're like mid-table in the second division. So they're not going to go up anytime yeah. soon. And then, yeah, I mean, we trying. have you done any research into our new team at all? Um, yeah, I've, I've done enough to get by. Like, I could, I could probably live in Spain for a week, Okay, you know? Yeah. Just based on the research you've done on the team? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Yep. Well, what have you learned so far? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Great. Um, that they drew their first game. Yep, against Barca. Yes. Yes. Uh, which a, is pretty good. That's right? really Barcelona good. Barcelona is that's supposed elite. to be a very that's, good that's team. That's elite. And just, wasn't able... I'm sorry, continue. Barcelona wasn't able to, to close out... Uh, as we've been calling it a mid-table team, so it just seems like maybe yeah. Barcelona is is mid-table, maybe lower table. Um, we're gonna have a better record than them uh, starting when you first go to their game, right? Okay. Or their match. These are big match. You know, as a uh, trend, I'm a, we're gonna start using. This is our team. We're gonna start using we. You know, we. This is our team. We just gotta get the points against some of these big clubs. We gotta, we gotta get the one against Barca. If we can draw Real, 
you might be on for season. We we could be on for some. We just got to get some points here and there. Top ten would be pretty cool this season. I think. I think um you know if we just we need to do what we can against the weaker opposition, which is kind of how a lot of these teams look at how they're going to play. You kind of lock down, you know, hope you can get one point against one point is a draw, by the way, Trent, just so. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of these better teams, you just got to get one point. Let's get one against Real. Let's get one against Barca. Let's get one against it. Let it go. One against Bill Bow, all that. But, we got to get three against, you know, some of the worst teams. Las yeah, and then, and then we're yeah. a, a shoe-in to win the Constructors, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Now, yeah. Atletico Bilbao, or Athletic Bilbao, I don't know if it's Atletico. That's an interesting club. So they only sign players that were born and or raised in the Basque region. Did you know that, guys? No. Yeah. And they're nasty. They have some guys that are worth, like, like a lot of money. Like, there are some legit players because it's, like, Barcelona doesn't always, like, do you, are you guys aware of what the Basque country is? Not really. Think of Quebec in Canada. Okay. Yeah. But they really want to be separate. Because, but it kind of, it's a really sticky situation. I'm not the one, the best to comment on it because it occupies the southwest of France as well as Spain. So it's like a really, like, they're the oldest group of people that have never moved or migrated anywhere. They speak a language that linguists can't process where the origin of the language came from because it features Spanish, French, and Norwegian for some reason. And they so they're like kind of the north of Spain, so like Barcelona's in Basque, uh Bilbao, like a lot of these uh, I think San Sebastian is as well. And Bilbao only signed since 1929 only signed players born and or raised in the Basque country and they're fucking good it would yeah. be like like seriously it would be like the fucking jets being like we're only taking new yorkers from now on like people born and raised in new york and winning the divi- like not winning the super bowl but winning the division every year like being good or like kind of what the Canadian Montreal Canadiens want to do, where they're like, we want French Canadian players, like shit like that. Like, I think that's really cool. So they're yeah. a, apparently that is the best atmosphere in La Liga. Like they are diehard because they like to they like to put on display that our Basque players are better than yours, better than your yeah. regular Spanish players. So. I'm going to try to get up there. It's yeah. it's different there. Like it is like like it's kind of like in, very intense for like every match. Like sell out every game and shit. No matter who they're playing. That's crazy. So yeah, they're um I was looking at their team. They have a lot of guys worth a lot of money, which I find really interesting because you'd think it would be like a team where it's like you know, hey, we're hanging in there. You know, we're we're yeah. just, we're doing this for the pride of our club. They're actually really good. And they got some guys that are on like a lot of players' radars, but those guys want to stay at Bilbao because it's like I'm proud of my heritage. So Yeah. Cool stuff. Trent, I really hope you get into soccer here or football. Yeah, I I feel like at a certain point, right, if if you see this team doing very well and they only draft or pick players from that uh, that area of of the town the country whatever then if you're in in doubt into football right you have a son or you're expecting a son you're moving there to give birth to the kid right uh in the off chance he gets good enough to get drafted and then plays for the new york jets that only drafts jets players or yeah. New York players, right? So I, I just feel like that's 
uh, arguably a pretty good way to run a team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like think about like um, what the Steelers do with like their yeah. you know getting Kenny Pickett. We want homegrown yeah, players, homegrown guys. Yeah, so I think there should be more of that. I kind of like that. Yeah, I think I know. I, I feel like it's hard for them also to compete. Like I feel like they'll never be because the best players from that region, like the top players, they're going Barcelona. Well, those Barcelona's not like that though. They don't care too much about the Basque players. Well, no, I know, but like if you're like really, really good, yeah, and like you could be all right. This is our guy for the next. He's just going to go to Barcelona and get paid yeah. tons of money. I I kind of if I I wish if I went to school up there, I would definitely become a fan of that team. Like that would be, I think that's really cool because it takes like it takes like you're not even concerned about the financial fair play aspect because it's like we're just signing these guys from the same part of our country. <laughs> Like, I think that is, like, the coolest thing ever. Also, Basque is a nationality, which is pretty cool. So you have a second nationality, and it's Basque. So it's, like, it's it's serious. Like, they take it very serious up there. And I know there's been – I don't even have, like, the information to comment on the long, drawn-out political conflict that's gone on with that stuff. But, like, I think it's really – I think it's interesting. It'd be like if, like, it'd honestly be like, you see something like that happening here with, like, Texas. Like, Texas being like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, oh, like, watch this. We're going to, like, now the, the the Dallas Cowboys are, or the Houston Texans, we're only getting players from Texas. And then being good. I think that would be pretty cool. I think it'd still work. I think that would work out for them. That would honestly work, yeah. With all, like, the high yeah, school kids would... and shit. Trent, how uh, can you see yourself getting into this? Uh, eventually, as long as, yeah, like, I I just hope our team does pretty well. It's hard to root for a team and get into a sport that the, the team that you pick doesn't do very well. Well, so, we're not going to be winning the league this season. Yeah. Uh, why I don't not? Think that you... We're just <laughs> not, we're not at that Champions League level. You know, like, we can maybe get top 10, which is good. Like, that would be cool. Build off of that. We got some decent players. Yeah. Two good strikers, definitely. Um, My favorite player is Ines Unal. Yeah, it's from, from Turkey. Yep. He's arguably probably the maybe one of the best players on the team. Um, I've been a Borja Mayoral fan since like FIFA career mode days, which is kind of funny that now he's on our team. He's kind of a sneaky striker. Um, good shooting. I think he, he, uh, him and, you know, all do pretty good. I was looking at transfer marked, which is like, they evaluate player value. And I was looking at that and saw, you know, is our, highest valued player we could probably sell him for like 20 something million euros so maybe you know, um, and, what'd you say and you know like that's another key right there for you Trent to know if your team where you're at if you've got guy you know your top guy 20 million We got a little bit of work to do. Yeah, no, you got some work to do. But you need to be selling hundred million guys. Borja Those... Mayoral, I could see going to like a a bigger club if he can have like a season or two, pretty good. You can see maybe we get him, maybe get him up to that fifty mil mark. We could buy some of these, some of these oh, players from shit. Madrid, and maybe we become like the Bill Bow of Madrid. That'd be pretty cool. Oh but... shit. We got the uh, <clears throat> we got the South Madrid Derby though, which is like so. Trying a derby is like a big rivalry match. So like, think of like the like Manchester, the... yeah, like the Manchester Derby is United versus City, and that's literally like. <clears throat> 
So that's think like, of like the Steelers and the Ravens would be a derby. Okay. That yeah. would be like a it's like that's what they call it. Like it would be like the AFC North Derby or something like that. But then think of it as an atmosphere of like an AFC title game, but it's a regular season game. Yeah. And it happens tw- well it, no, and it's like the NFL happens twice a year usually, I think. Yeah, so our derby are the team, the bum-ass rivals, Laganis, are in the second division. So we won't be playing <laughs> them for a while. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck, all my homies hate Laganis. Yeah. So, Looking on that Laganis pack. Yeah, exactly. And they ain't coming up anytime soon. Enjoy the second division, guys. Get ready to learn Chinese or Saudi Arabian. No, they're going to be good now, Saudi Arabia. Did you see they might get a bid? Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Just, I don't know why it's UEFA anymore. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to become international. Yeah, because I, I think that's once, the way to go. Once Messi brings on all his former Barcelona 2008 squad over to the Inter Miami, they're going to be like, "Hey, like, let's go to on some European teams because we beat everybody." 15 whack. I kind of like the um I kind of like the idea of that being more global because there's some very good South American teams. Yeah, I but I would never want to disrupt. I think they could the do things we're with, making the well yeah, I think they can make things better with the um the Club World Cup. I think they could make that mean more. They're making it bigger. I hope so. I hope they make They're it like expanding. A... That's good. It is. It's going to be like a real tournament. It should be. It yeah, should be. It should be. It like... always should have been something. Mm-hmm. Because think about like when like Pele are. I won't even use that example. I'll use like when Boca Juniors was really good when they had like Maradona and shit. I think Maradona played there. Um, yeah. And they like, I'm pretty sure they drew Real Madrid in a friendly one of those years. Like that would be pretty sick. Like there's some really good South American teams. So, and that tournament that they run, the Libertadores or whatever is literally life or death. Yeah, it's the big it I like, I argue it's bigger stand, than the Champions League, like atmosphere-wise. It probably is because someone's dying at the games. Oh yeah. Like it's just like madness down there. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Trent, I'll send you a um a documentary that if you have time tonight, you should definitely watch. Oh, but you probably know what I'm talking about. The Super Classic the Super Classic O one by Vice. Yeah. So good. I'll I'll send it to you. You'll see what I'm talking about. Alright. Um now let's uh I think we should move on to um actually I want to talk baseball real quick. I saw a tweet the other day and I just want to repeat it. The Mets have the potential to do the funniest thing ever this season. Yeah. And they're winning games now, which is pretty crazy. They are beating the shit out of the Cardinals right now. Like 12 to 2. They've been on a heater, and most of their games that they're ending off the season with, they are playing against uh, teams that are ahead of them in the wild card. I think that would be pretty funny if they um, make the playoffs. While trading away their two best pitchers. Yep. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, are we ready to talk American football? I'm ready. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. NFL in Europe, right? There's been a couple, I wouldn't even say rumors coming out of the NFL, but there's been some people speculating that the NFL is looking to add a division in Europe. In your guys' eyes, let's think logistically, right? How do you add... So, I don't think you can add just four teams. You'd have to add eight. I think you'd have to do like a conference out there because you can't yeah. just keep flying people across the oceans. Exactly. To just and I mean, you can have a couple teams fly out like we do every year. 
but you're not going to fly out what? Yeah, so you have eight teams. You're not flying out eight teams every weekend, you know, across the ocean. Yeah. Just because that's like money-wise, that that just doesn't work out. I think that the week-to-week isn't as much of a concern anymore because, like, it's not like these NFL players have day jobs. Your job is to be a football player. You can finish the game Sunday, fly to Europe on Monday, and be practicing Tuesday. Yeah. Like, practicing Tuesday, Wednesday. Something like that. It's not, especially, like, you look at, let's look at the West Coast teams. Like, my flight to Madrid was six hours and something minutes, right? I think to Germany, it's about seven or eight. So let's look at the LA Rams. They finish their game at, it's going to take, I don't think, a computerized schedule. So those LA Rams, when they play Berlin, right, next Sunday, that can't be a Thursday game. The Rams would need to fly to New York after their game, and then they could fly out Monday. I think logistically, I think they could also could do road trips, like how they do in other yeah, sports. Play two. Like if you're going on a three-week roadie to play London, Paris, and Berlin in the middle of, then you get them home to a bye week or something. Yeah, I think that would actually be a really good idea too. Trent, what do you have to say? There's a lot of different logistics involved, and I I feel like you you'd have to do your own conference, but uh, I don't I I just don't think it's feasible because you can, then you can't you can only have Monday and Thursday night and Sunday night primetime games happening in the states, and those can't really be folks flying to and from those have to be just like the the genuine states games but it would Uh, technically up the um you could have a prime time game at like 3 30 because it's night in the uk or wherever also that's kind of like the they run the champions league like the champions league's at three for the night. Like Real Madrid is playing at 3 o'clock. Like every day. Like every game. They're always playing at night. So Just also that's let's like consider too. A flight to LA from Boston. Is also 6 hours. And maybe a little bit more. Like also that's like these the teams, same distance. They have their own planes. So, like, most of them have their own planes and stuff like that, you know, for, like, maybe not international travel, but... In order to do this, I think you almost have to go, you have to add... I, I think the NFL is beyond the point of adding four teams. And because you, no matter what, something's getting screwed. Whether it's the only way that would work is if they add one team to every division in one conference. But then again, that fucks up the schedule because now you're playing eight division games instead of six, and it fucks everything up. Yeah, everything's going to be all messed up. So you have to add two... I think you have to add eight teams unless I'm missing something. You have to add... What if you condense divisions? I think that like, they would still need – I see what you're saying, but I still think they need – I don't think the NFL would blow up their, their – think about how hard they are about like the Dallas Cowboys being in the NFC East. I don't think they'd blow I know, but up then their divisions I to add some like, European teams. I feel like at that point, if you're going to add teams overseas, you're already – you're green light. Like you're – all right, we've got to – make this work somehow. Well, and I you, think that would also eight. be a big enough... I think that would be a big enough, like... Uh, what is it? Occurrence or whatever? Yeah. To be, like, like what college football is happening right now. 
Like, literally last week you had, like, Cal and Stanford almost joining the Atlantic Coast Conference. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like, everybody's, like, searching now. But, I mean, like, that wouldn't happen because it's the NFL. But, like, that would be, like, an occurrence to maybe do, like, relocation of divisions and, like, team and, like, stuff like that. Trent, would you rather... Sorry. No, I don't know if they're, like, if the NFL could, like, I don't know if really any organization would be ready at this time to make such a big expansion. Well, someone's got an investment and investment. I mean, also because you can't just play in the soccer stadiums. That's they run this. This it's the same schedule. Like they run, they play. That that is soccer season. Well, think about it Sundays. as well. So there's not an insane amount of Sunday games in the Prem. But no, but like other that would be like figured out because think about like the um, look at all the stadiums that share shit now. Like that's almost better. The American Airlines Arena, the Crypto.com former Staples Center Arena, uh, TD Garden. Uh, MSG, all those stadiums all share shit now. It's almost more cost effective. Trent, would you would you rather see a division realignment or would you rather see eight teams get added and now we have the AFC Europe and the NFC Europe? Division realignment I don't think would ever happen. Yeah. We, the NFL makes makes too much money to delete teams to reassign teams it's even if it's like they they did it previously and then they added other teams as far as expansions and that's why um like the uh nfc west is so like spread out or nfc north is so like spread out throughout seattle and and then and uh everybody else over there so it just makes more sense to add a conference AFC Europe is crazy NFC Europe is also crazy but I don't think it can just be Europe it has to be um, Mexico also they have a Mexico game they've had it twice now um, you can add two two of those guys down there to each division right because locations don't matter when it comes to divisions we've, we've already figured that out um, now what if you did it would it would be a little bit harder, but let's say you did a team in Mexico, Brazil, China, Canada, and then on the other side you do AFC Europe. Let me let me hit you with this for the Europe, because they could easily the NFL could easily make deals instead of just blatantly investing however much money into starting a new organization to work a deal with like. Bayern Munich, you got football now. We'll pay you X amount. That's a very good idea. Just to make a football team instead of spending billions of dollars trying to build up a Munich football team from the ground up That's in the really NFL. Even idea. though it would be, even though it would be like they would, they would, it would happen. Like they would do it. It would just probably be a more cost-effective option. To just have like Bayern Munich and like Barcelona and like maybe like United, like and they'd get the fan bases behind it too. So like you wouldn't be struggling. Yeah, I think that's a really I good mean, idea actually. Like if you had unless if you had Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and fucking Arsenal create like the NFL reaches out and it's just like, hey, we need you guys, but you also need us. I think that would be really, yeah. really cool. Because they would already have like concept ideas, and then they would using the stadiums wouldn't be problem. Like that would really cut a lot of logistics out. Yeah, but if you do that, do do you even like know. create an NFL Europe league? No, no, because it's just going to be like the CFL. I mean, if with the NFL's name on it, with a bunch of teams from the top soccer teams in Europe running football teams and then have the Super Bowl champion play the NFL Euro at the end of the season have Mahomes drop like 90 on yeah Bayern Munich 
Well, it's like they don't play football. Like, so you couldn't just pick players. Yeah, I mean, well, you could do, like, the import, but, like... They would have to import. Absolutely. Trent, what but do then you think? that's taken away from, like, XFL and stuff, so I don't know. Trent? There's just a lot of flights. Um, I, flights, I feel like in... Feelings. Yeah, it's a seven-year plan for sure, you know, like net zero by 2030. But uh, I I don't know. Like, it, it could happen. There's a lot of uh, strings that have to be pulled behind the scenes to try to make it work, if it works. Uh, I feel like a South American division would probably be easier mm-hmm. um, than, than a Europe team. I did. Like it, even though we have a, a Germany game, I I don't feel like there's a whole lot of NFL players over there. There are NFL players like down in in South America, right? The rugby is huge, so that's that's like a descendant from football or whichever other, right? If rugby is, um, the like the 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 kingpin over there compared to football, I don't know, um. That's kind of, I would, like, it's so, this one's really bad for travel, but, like, um, dude, Australia would eat that shit up. All blacks, and or is it, they're New Zealand. New I don't Zealand. fucking know. All blacks or whatever. Dude, those guys would be real good in football. Yeah. But, yeah. Most of them are. Well, dude, they're also, well, it's... They're also like, uh, dude. We're talking like that, dude. They're all Samoans, and they just would like. Yeah. They're all like six eight, and just like murder everybody. Just linemen. Yeah, yeah they're all yeah, but that's like, a team, a team of linemen. Yeah, who can also run. Well, I mean, not saying the linemen can't run like four flat forties or something, but like. I think it's. You know, interesting. I think that'd be a good team. I so I well, think. I'm, um, I'm you know, we got we got that to consider. Uh, we could talk more about it on the other pod. I want to watch some UFC, so let's get into the um, let's get into our division predictions. So we're gonna go through. We'll kind of list off one through four of each division. What do we have? One week until the season starts. One through five. I think that I think they start in September, right? What do you mean? There's four teams in each division, including your team. This it's a five. I'm looking at it right now. Five five uh, team league or five team division. I forgot we were talking about fantasy too. I was talking about the regular actual NFL, but yeah, let's oh, uh, let's do that. I mean, yeah, let's hit that. Yeah, first. I mean. If- Okay. Um. All right. We've already done that. I I, I was kind of second guessing as far as like why are we why are we doing it again, but that was before the draft. Yeah. So we'll just look at the the final standings projections here. A lot of stuff moving around for like no no reason. I see someone changed their name. Who was that? <laughs> That's. New Kyle. new Kyle. Did you guys see that? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking so random. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we got final standings projections. KD unanimous last place in the draft. I don't agree with that. I actually don't think he had the worst draft. I mean that. I mean, yeah. no, I think he has a good team, but still nine running backs. Trent Higgins was the worst team. You think so? Yep. Where do you put Steven Dom on there? Steve is seventh. Dom is a six. 
run through Trent right now your order. In your opinion. Of draft? Yeah. Um I, I mean it's, I'm silly. I'm silly if I don't put myself first. Okay. So start with ten though. All right. All right. Um Hagen. Yeah. KD. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh Steve. Dom. Poff. And then we got Cooper. Yourself, Ov, myself. Okay. I think that Cooper's team is going to be very boomer bust. Yeah. Just with the Bijan Robinson pick. Yeah, he he looked really good in playoffs. His first touch went for twelve yards, and his Pre-season. second touch went for three yards. You said playoffs. Oh my bad. Yeah, preseason. Preseason. Yes. Yeah, I saw I saw something today about him. I thought it was interesting. We'll find out kind of where that goes, I guess. Um, Hopefully, yeah. I don't know, dude. I feel like if he came into the league with Saquon, we got something. But they're already what they say he's the next Saquon, and like it's not really a running back league as a. Like I'm not saying it was when Saquon entered the league, but yeah, it was more focused. Like you had like backs were way more important um, than right now. Trent, what prompted but the I name mean, change for you? Um, I just felt like a a change needed to be made. Okay, and um, one that spoke to my team a little bit better and not promoting another player. Interesting. I I like that. I think it's a good idea. Now Trent, in your opinion, who's in this uh playing game? Cuz you got KD, Hagen, Dom, and Steve all in the same division. So damn. With you which is crazy. Yeah. It's a good division. Um, yeah, real good. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a dogfight. Um, yeah. I mean, you're clear in that division, right? Like, there's no way. Steve could give me some trouble, but otherwise, you said Steve had like the third worst draft. Yes. Okay. Um. So who's in the playoff? There's two. There, there's two playing games, right? There's one playing game. One playing game, there's and four then playing teams. Yep. So the so bottom, bottom two in each there. division are in the playing games. Oh right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. There's two play. Yes, there's technically two playing games. I thought you meant it was like a best of two. Yeah. So the bottom two of each division are in the playing. So then it's got to be. I, I I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, Hagen and KD. Okay. And then what are the other two, in the other division? Um, I'm gonna say Poff and Cooper. And the play-in isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's if not you, not if a bad you thing. Lose the play-in, it becomes a bad thing. Yeah. Right. So and it's if you come be, in top, then it's three, Mickey Mouse, right? If you lose the play-in, you're in the Mickey Mouse. Yes. Dizzy Championship. That's not good. Could it be Steve? Could it be Steve again? Do you really think that Steve is better than I? Steve was almost trying to draft his team to be a Mickey Mouse Disney champion. He's literally relying on a new offense. Uh, an offense that wasn't that bad last year. No. So. Look, could it be not, better? Not terrible. 
But if you're going to pick an offense, you're picking the Chargers? It's a West Coast-style offense. They're going to throw the ball often and heavy, right? 55-plus. And then when they run the ball, they're only going to guy. They're only going to do one guy, right? Austin Eckler. And he might catch uh, like eighty game. Very true. And he has Eckler too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Eckler and Herbert stack. Yeah, and Keenan Allen. <laughs> That's so criminal. And Debo Samuel. That Michael Thomas yeah. pick though. Debo Samuel's going to fall off. I don't know why everybody was drafted him. Um, what's all this Trey Lance hype about? Like, everyone's, like, hating on him. He hasn't I even thought Purdy was it. starting week one. I have no idea. I, I don't think Trey Lance Purdy is the – I don't even think Trey Lance is the backup. That's crazy. Isn't he the third string? Yes. Who's the second string? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sam Darnold. Oh, damn. So now we know how good Trey Lance is. That's crazy. Uh, knock it off. He is good. He just Him and Kyle Shanahan do not get along. That's got to be what it is. Didn't he not want Trey Lance? Or yes, that's correct. Okay. He, I, don't, I don't think he wanted Trey Lance, but they, they traded up to get him. That's crazy. Because they wanted a quarterback. Um... All right, my Disney Championship prediction, or my play-in prediction, I think Stephen Hagen from your division. I don't think there's a scenario where Dom ends up back in the Maybe there is a scenario. Is there a scenario where Dom ends up in a play-in spot? Yeah, he could. Glazing Justin Fields, I think, will hurt him. Cooper Cup missing half of the season will hurt him. He reached for George Pickens, too. Is George on his team? Oh, he is. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think... All right, we'll go Stephen Hagen. Hagen, I will give credit to, figured out his draft in the tail end of the draft. Yeah, figured it out mid-draft. Yeah, actually. Um, I mean, the top three on his team, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs. That Could ain't too well. bad. Having Terry, Terry McLaurin and Gabe Davis coming off of the bench. Dalton Kincaid, too. Yeah, where's Dawson Knox? Uh, probably the free agency. Yeah, that's crazy because I I had saw Dalton Kincaid caught a touchdown, um, or a, a ball or something, and he's wearing eighty six, which is Dawson Knox number. So that made me think where. Eighty eight. Dawson Knox eighty eight. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Huh. All right. Uh, Cooper's team scares me in my division. I'm not gonna lie, I think he's the only one I'm worried about in my division. Cause if his team figures it out, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I don't think Cam Akers will figure it out. He hasn't, and he won't. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold up. I might be okay. Word. Um, <laughs> What'd you say, Ovi? I said my phone might die. So hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm on this. I'm on the same same thing. I'm at thirteen. Yeah. Um. I think. Uh, what do we have? One more week until football. Uh yeah, nineteen days. All right. So I think we'll uh we'll save the predictions for when we get a little bit closer to the season once we watch a little bit of uh preseason ball here. But uh does anyone have anything else to add here to finish out this pod? I don't, except I can't find my charger, so I might be out very soon. 
All right. Trent, what do you got to say? Um, just circled the week three matchup between Cooper and I. Um, Interesting. And it, loser goes home. <laughs> loser leaves the league forever. <laughs> exactly. You know, that would be kind of a hard Disney championship angle. Like, if you beat me, I will leave the league forever. That could be a Steve. Yeah, if if I lose to Dom again in the in the chip, I'm leaving the league forever. Are you serious? It, it just has to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope it doesn't. Yeah. There we go. His phone died. There he goes. So I guess we'll wrap this one up here. Uh, and we'll be back next Saturday with hopefully some more sports stuff. So Trent, you want to give us our final word? Um, yeah, Trey Lance to the Patriots. <laughs>